Sharks of the corn? Virus shark? Cocaine shark? Sharktopus? Yeah, those are all real movies. Join me, Steve Coates, as each week I take a comedic look at the bizarre world of sharksploitation cinema on Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast. Welcome back. This week we have a new segment where we visit movies from the past and it'll make you tingle. I'm Derek. I'm Whitney. I'm the tingler. <laughs> and this is Bad Movies. Worst People. Tingle bell, tingle bell, tingle bell, stop. That's right. (laughs) We're back, and this week we are discussing a movie from 1959 entitled The Tingler. Mm. I hope you're okay with that word, because you're going to hear it a lot. (laughs) Don't play a drinking game. We discussed that watching this movie, and I was like, why wouldn't I have seen the rest of it? I think I'm with your wife, though. If you're doing beer sips, you're fine. You're, You're buzzed. You're drunk. If you're doing shots, you're dead. (laughs) <laughs> so. It's like watching Chud and taking a shot every time they say the cop's name because I counted it one time and they say it like 90 times. Oh, I can't take 90 shots. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't take 90 shots. But I don't I think can, you need that PSA, but... I can drink like a 30 rack. I'll take 90 shillings. <laughs> <laughs> Good time to get hiccups. <laughs> That's just the tingler. It was. <laughs> It'll get you. Don't scream. This film from 1959, entitled The Tingler, as I said, directed by William Castle, who was kind of crooked. A wannabe Alfred Hitchcock. Kind of crooked. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> looking at his like face at the beginning. Facial wise, yeah, he or is crooked. crooked. Yeah, he was a crooked man. I do always wonder about someone like this as sexual fetishes because, like, this is you. What this is the weirdness you show everybody. Yeah, what are you hiding? I bet he's in a feet or something weird. <laughs> yeah, is- weirdos. <laughs> you, know Tarantino, and William Castle. I know what I am. <laughs> I did see a thing when I was looking up information about William Castle, where there's this article that was like Alfred Hitchcock is the master of suspense, but William Castle was the master of the macabre. Oh, okay. So- he really wants to be Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. And most of these people were in Alfred Hitchcock movies. So. Um, I saw a lot of like angles, I guess, that I've seen in Hitchcock movies. And even at the beginning of this. You, when we he, can call it Hitchcockian, I think. Okay, Hitchcockian. Yeah. Um, even at the beginning when or he Hitch-cuckled. first comes on to the screen, it's his shadow first. And I was mm-hmm. like, I see what you did there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You saw it, right? It, oh, absolutely. It's supposed um, to be like he's really in front of the screen. It's definitely so not he mentioned. He mentions that he did House on Haunted Hill? Yes. yes. Okay, another Vincent Price? Yes. All right, got it. Uh, yeah, House on Haunted Hill, Lady from Shanghai are kind of his like biggest ones. Um, yeah, Vincent Price, House on Haunted Hill, not the 90s House on Haunted With Hill. With Chris or Kattan? 2000s or whatever it was. <laughs> Wait, was Chris Kattan in that? Yeah. Oh. He's drunk and somebody smashes the whiskey and he's like, someone's like, where's that leave us? Like, all out of scotch, thanks to you, you ass. <laughs> it's a funny line in an otherwise dull movie. That might be why I forgot that movie. I also think Chris it has Kattan's Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. <laughs> like Tay Diggs. You hear that? Tay Diggs. <laughs> Girl, you know you I, I worked at a movie theater when that came out. So it was like okay. one of those things that you're doing screenings or, you know, like when I think we've talked before, I was living at home. I couldn't be high. 
Yeah, I had to. I had to go to the theater when I ate too many weed brownies. <laughs> That's how you end up with a princess Mononoke. <laughs> I had a mom that worked all the time, so I just hid in my room. Yeah, I just went outside. I was like, I'm gonna go ride my bike. Oh, they knew they would know I'm high if I went outside. <laughs> you can't. Aren't you like allergic to like gingers? Can't be in the sun for not more directly. than like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Then you just even combust. thirty seconds. That's a lot of time. Yeah, it's not like Twilight. It's more like Blade. Yeah. yeah. Oh, with a thick sunscreen, we need that. Yeah. yeah. Like, Stephen Dorff like can Twilight, finally he hang would out. shine in the sun. Oh yeah, we don't shine in the sun. We shine in the moonlight. Yeah, you do. <laughs> mm-hmm, like sparkles. Sparkles. Or a tingle. <laughs> <laughs> so this new segment we want to do every month, we're going to be going to do... We're going to be going to do? We're going to be doing... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he is excited. <laughs> I am excited. We're going to be doing like flashback movies, kind of. Uh, so 50s, 60s, maybe 70s, kind of like horror, thriller, cheesy monster type shit. And spoiler, there's going to be a lot that I haven't seen. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot that most people here haven't seen. By most people, I mean you too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've watched a lot of these with you before. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, at least Whitney you know, has sat next to you while they're on. <laughs> she might not retain the information. We'll be able to do awesome things like uh, Night of the Lepus, Attack of the Giant Gila Monsters. Oh, those I've all sound so one. awesome. The original <laughs> The Fly, also with Vincent Price. Oh. Um, maybe the oh, thing, did him and the Jeff Goldblum space? Can I just get like an hour long segment of him and Jeff Goldblum talking? My, oh my God, I, I I I really love I really love the movies that you do. Vincent. Oh, Jurassic I, Park is captivating. <laughs> would you like I, to go out for a cheeseburger sometime? I was I was so excited to be able you to recreate like The Fly. You're more like Quentin Tarantino than well, that's a little more nasally. Yeah, yeah. and less you're, little, you're really quick. You're like. He's, he's. I liked it. Goldblum is more like, uh, and then. But he does very, a lot of stuff. Goldblum is a fucking hard one to nail. Like he it is really a hard one. is. He just, can't even uh, do it. Uh, it's a bit stuttery, and but then also very fluid and confident. Like, how are you that stuttery and that fucking confident? Anybody else that speaks that way, like, I don't trust you. But when he starts it, like, God, I'll go anywhere you want, dude. Where are we fucking going? <laughs> I'll do whatever you tell me to do, sir. I'll do whatever you, you want. You water on my hand. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be the water on his hand. <laughs> I'll be the water on something. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this movie uh, premiered in theaters with a very stupid gimmick that's actually kind of hilarious. It's a fantastic gimmick. It's something they do now at Disneyland and Universal Studios. Yeah, well, and he had more ideas, but... Obviously, to get this to go, and I mean, this isn't back when movies came out in three thousand theaters or anything, you right? Know? But to get this to go, you'd have to have numbers. people. You'd have to have people in every theater, and that mm-hmm. just doesn't work out. Every well, showing, this gimmick is actually very well known for the simple fact on the show that my daughter is watching, uh, Riverdale. Veronica runs owns a movie theater, and she talks about this specific movie. Well, and Jack had mentioned to me a movie with John Goodman where he's kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, right? matinee. Matinee. Yeah. Very, very similar thing. I mean, it came much after. It might even be modeled after some of this guy. I'm not sure. I haven't seen it since I was a, uh, a young cinephile, so I didn't really pay attention to a lot of shit. And I wouldn't even know who this guy was. No, yeah. Because I, I didn't know. I don't know now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew House on Haunted Hill, but I didn't know it was his movie. I'm anymore. probably the person in this room that knows the least about Vincent Price, or at least seen the least of his movies. That would be me. Oh, okay. Like, my biggest thing with Vincent Price was the... <laughs> I can't even say it. Scooby Doo and the Thirteen Ghosts. I mean, fuck. That's, oh, my, I mean, that's Edward Scissorhands. That was, that was Vincent Price. It's at least modeled after him uh, on him. I don't know if he voiced it. I think he did. But hold on, wait. The cartoon or the actual movie? The cartoon Thirteen, 13 oh. Ghosts. 
I thought you were talking it about was a Matthew post- Lillard with 13 oh, no. Ghosts. He may have been in the original 13 Ghosts, but I I'm bet not he was. Sure. I bet not he 100% was. 100% on that. One. But oh, so, so yeah, just I know very little about him, so I'm looking forward to you filling my my emotional coffer. <laughs> I'm going to fill you with Vincent Price. <laughs> so the gimmick we're talking about uh, it was called Percepto, is what they named it. Mm-mm. And that's a rejected Spider-Man villain, dude. <laughs> Percepto. I know what's going on all the time. I have wonderful perception skills. I, I will make you new glasses, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they'll have an astigmatism correction even though you don't have one. Worst villain Ouch. ever. <laughs> but they uh, basically wired seats. Uh, one thing I had read basically said they wired them with like this sur- these like surplus army batteries or something. Yep. And they wired these seats so that they would give people a mild shock whenever there was a blood curling scream on screen. A tingle. <gasps> a tingle. Exactly. Dun, dun, dun. He we hear had... some of that in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And he did also have uh, like shills planted in the audiences to scream. Mm-hmm. We ex- saw the specific parts during the movie where that would have been, but probably other parts too, probably to get people screaming. Can you explain yeah. what a shill is? You know. I don't think I would use the word shill. I'd use the word plant. Yeah. yeah. Plant makes yeah. more sense to my lady. Shill somebody that kind of sucks corporate dicks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> they, were, no, they I, were paid to be fakes, damn it, it. Especially if you get the right scream screamer next to you. Ooh. You know, we're talking 59. We weren't, we weren't numb to everything. Yeah. So I think it would curdle some bloods. Oh, 100%. You know, especially at, at certain times when they turn all the lights off, which meant it was pitch black in the theater for the most part. Yes. Yeah. I don't think they had, like, the emergency runner lights that we have now for safety. Oh, yeah. They didn't have to worry about mass shootings back then. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Uh, there were other ideas that he did toy with, but they just weren't feasible. Uh, things like rolling bean bags down the thing to brush against people's legs. Uh, having have you ever the... tried to roll a bean bag? <laughs> having the plants that are there, that, like have these little things that they could pull that would like tickle people's thighs or uh, shins and stuff. I'll take that job. (laughs) I'm the shin tingler. Ooh. Look at that size nine. I had a good comeback for your mass shootings. Go ahead. cut me off. Well, they only had to worry about assassinations. Yeah, that's true. Well, they had to worry about it. It depends who you voted for. Well, there wasn't too many assassinations yet. Just Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Lincoln. Lincoln. And Lincoln. (laughs) Forgot about him. I remember the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, so some yeah. history teacher's like, hey, yo. I mean, that's what kicked off World War One. Yeah. And now we can put E for educational. Carry on. Make with the jokes. <laughs> that's what the E stands for, damn it. <laughs> so we have an introduction to the I movie. It stood for E. <laughs> it's rated Tables. E for E. <laughs> we have an introduction at the beginning of the movie from William Castle. He walks out in front of a white screen, so it's supposed to look like he's in front of your movie screen. And he introduces the fact that... Uh, you're going to feel the shocks of this movie without telling you you're going to be electrocuted. So that's fun. I mean, he tells you you're going to feel it without you realizing you're actually going to feel it. Yeah. And he says, like, because they didn't wire every seat, it was only some seats. Mm-hmm. So he says some people are extra sensitive to the shocks of this movie or whatever. So they'll feel an actual physical tingle. He says tingle at least five times. In that oh, yeah. You got, 30 you got five hour. shots before this fucking thing is done. <laughs> Oh, uh, the way he describes it is a mis- is mysterious electronic impulses and a strange tingling sensation. And I'm like, this is the wrong kind of theater. I th- <laughs> dude, after after this was over, I thought this is going to be the stupidest movie. Like, so once a month, there's a movie we do on this podcast, which I wonder what is my life. And I thought this was going to be one of them, but it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> We've watched much stupider. 
Yeah. And much more recently. <laughs> I wasn't there for that. Oh, <laughs> you are a lucky dog. <laughs> I know. I'm listening to the episode and I'm just like, what is going on? I mean, on? it wasn't maybe as painful as we make it sound, but it was not good. Well, <laughs> we're, we're referencing Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. So there's a little peek behind how far ahead we're recording this. But yeah. It was pretty bad, but we also watched it separately alone. Yeah, sober. we should have. We, sh- we should have been cracking a, a, a couple of cold ones. Yeah, take a shot every time they say the adventure begins. Wait, no, I don't <laughs> think they said that. Just take a shot every time there's a dude in yellow face. <laughs> I think you'd get alcohol poisoning. That's how I start my mornings. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie starts with screams, like zo- like floating faces screaming in the darkness, and then we go to a man in a jail cell who is also screaming. But we find out it's because he's about to be executed. Yeah, he's he's he should be allowed to scream. Yeah, yeah. Executed for a crime he maybe didn't commit. Bum, yeah, bum, bum. the movie never addresses it. Yeah, I, I think I kind of <laughs> jumped the gun on that and was looking for something that wasn't there. Yeah, it's because now we're <laughs> it's. <laughs> nope. You know how bad it has to be for someone else to not say that something on this fucking thing. Uh, but we we very quickly get introduced to one of the most lackadaisical husbands you'll ever meet, oh and, and people, because he comes in, he's like, I I kind of just want to watch the autopsy, like let's let's see what's going on here. I won't be in your way. I, yeah, I, I won't pass out. And this is why I thought this guy was the murderer. Yeah. Because he's so is... cavalier about it and just wants to watch you cut this body up <laughs> for whatever reason. I mean, he's not even like making any facial like anything, like ticks or anything. It's just his um, face. Well, that's true. Hey, can I uh can I watch you cut up my wife's brother? That's pretty sweet. Oh, uh, why indeed would you like to watch that? I mean, I'm I'm going to allow it. Also, <laughs> I don't think they were related. Uh so that he wasn't related. His wife's that was his yeah, wife's sister. Right, but that was wife's his, sister. Wife's That's his wife's sister. It's his brother-in-law. Right, but he looked nothing like his wife. Or yeah. Ah, you should see my family. None of them are fucking overgrown gingers. They're <laughs> all a bunch of have... Hitler's wet dreams. Oh. Blonde hair and blue eyes. That's eye. what I got told my whole fucking life. <laughs> oh, until so puberty. you're so you're the the runt of the litter, even though you're tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you're the Conan of your family. <laughs> Conan O'Brien, not the O'Barbarian. Not the... O-Barbarian. I mean, you're a little barbarish. I'm a little. Not Conan the Librarian. When you have your hair down, and Conan the Bavarian with the finger. Oh, spinning my fucking chef's knife. (laughs) So yeah, Vincent Price is Doctor Warren Chapin, and he's doing an autopsy on the body. And we can go ahead. Pretty sure they know how he died. We can forget that name because we're gonna call him Vincent Price from here on out. Obviously, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Why he's doing an autopsy to make sure he's dead? I I don't know. I guess they probably do this. He does say that they are like. The rule is that they have to perform an autopsy immediately after. Okay. Well, he does do his own private uh, mad doctor experiments at his house. And yeah. so I guess he's just like, oh, I'll do the autopsy. And they're like, no, we electrocuted him. We don't need to do it. He's like, I got to get paid this week, so I'll do the autopsy. There's, he's trying to make a paycheck. Yeah. There is a line here from him to Ollie. Because Ollie says, like, is it, like, is it is it bad to run electricity? Like, does it hurt him? He's like, haven't had any complaints. You know, and he's like, well, I'll tell you what, you run 2,000 volts of electricity from your head to your ankle and tell me if it hurts. Yeah. Dude. That's not how this goes, dude. You can't, I've, dude, no one's ever had pain from being shot in the head. I, I'll shoot you in the head. Let me know if it hurts. Vincent Price is so funny in this movie because like that line and a bunch of others, he is just dryly talking shit to every person who walks by him except oh. for... His like sister-in-law and his lab assistant, her boyfriend. Yeah, like, he's he's the, the inventor he, of Yas Queen. The way he talks to Isabel is 
hilarious. Oh, I've got a couple of them written down. It's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we're five minutes into the movie, and he says the tingler. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's- yeah, if you don't count that beginning onslaught, <laughs> this is your first shot. <laughs> because he's talking to Ollie, who's uh, played by a guy named Philip Coolidge, who was in North by Northwest, amongst other things. Just a, another a, a Alfred Hitchcock actor. Yeah. So. Um, and he's explaining to him that the spine was broken because he has a suspicion that there's a physical force when you're scared. It's so strong. It'll break your spine or something. I think it's midichlorian, dude. Yeah. He does say the force a lot. I know. He's like, there's an invisible force that ties all life together. I think is Vincent Price a fucking Jedi? <laughs> I think so. I think he might be a Sith. Do or do uh, not. There like is no try. He's a great oh, Jedi. A great Jedi? Yeah. Well, and then it's Ollie that says, oh, like a tingler? Mm-hmm. So he's the one that named yeah, it. Yeah, a, a tingle. It's like, oh, I've never, I've never had a name for it before. I've just always called it Ralph. <laughs> it looks like a Ralph. I it kind of acts like a Ralph. I can't call it the Force because even though this is the past, George Lucas will sue me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these are not the droids you are looking for. Yes. Yeah, this is before. So, so George he's... Lucas stole that shit. Yeah. So he's doing. George Lucas probably stole everything. Oh yeah. I didn't say that. Beep. Um, I mean, just watch fucking episode one, the pod races. If you don't think that's chariots going around a fucking thing, you're wrong. It's literally the first thing I said. I, I, yeah. It's, yeah, he's, he draws could, a lot of inspiration. Like, I think a lot of his shit is paying homage. We got to get off Star Wars. I know, but real quick, I could be mistaken, <laughs> but I remember hearing something about, like, that scene is... Like, it's not just, like, drawing inspiration. Like, it's very... It's like a shot-for-shot kind of thing. I would definitely believe From, it. I have like, Ben-Hur. Yeah, and like I was going to say, I haven't seen Ben-Hur or even, like, Spartacus or any of those others. Yeah. I don't know why Sean Connery's in introducing the movie. <laughs> it's Kirk Douglas, but, you know, Spartacus could do that. I just always think of the line from that thing you do. I am Spartacus. <laughs> and Charlize Theron already hung up on him. <laughs> I just... It's really hard to come up with original shit these days. You're going to be drawing from everything. Yeah. yeah, and a shot for shot, I mean, you have to know that some fucking film nerd like Derek is going to know that and see that. Yes. So it's more of a tribute than it is stealing because you're not getting away with it. Correct. So he does this autopsy and he finds the guy's spine is broken and that's that. And then he goes, he's like, hey, I just met you. You watched me do an autopsy. Let's go get a beer. This is so, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just met you. This is crazy. Let's go tingle, baby. Here's my number. Call me, maybe. Tingle me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to? Did you have to let it tingle? Oh. <laughs> I'll drink a beer with you. <laughs> so we go with Ollie to his movie theater that he owns. That's like a, a silent film theater. Which I had to wonder, is this kind of like a wet dream for you? To just live above a fucking theater. I mean, yeah. That's yours, that not just another awesome. theater. Yeah. I don't want to live above someone else's theater. I'm trying to sleep, but I'm just hearing Fast and Furious. Who do you think you are, Sam Elliott? silent theater. <laughs> well, this is a silent theater. Mine wouldn't be. Although it might play some silent movies. What was that? Oh, Shakedown. Sam Elliott lived in a movie theater yeah. that was not his. <laughs> so are we all in agreement that it is a silent theater because she's deaf? I'm pretty yeah. sure that's why, because those are the movies she can enjoy. And I'd like to yeah. think if he was a good husband, you enjoy him because they're movies you got to watch with your wife and be on the same exact level. Well, and he does mention, because uh, Vincent Price asks if he owns the theater, and he's like, well, it's my wife's, but, but we, we run it Yeah, together. we run it together. So it's her theater. So You're just sense. there to answer the phone, dude. Yeah. Uh, so the wife, Martha. 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 <laughs> Martha. Oh, wait. 
Your mom's name is Martha too. Dude, that voice ruined my buddy's relationship with his girlfriend because her name was Rachel. <laughs> like anytime she wasn't standing next to him, we would just go, Rachel, Rachel, <laughs> from the original Batman. No, Not the I original, know. the original Nolan Batman. Yeah, ruined that relationship. But why Rachel? That was her name. <laughs> and then Christopher Nolan Batman. Oh, her name that's, was Rachel. Yeah, and... that's, oh. uh, well, two different actresses play the same character. Yeah, it was uh, Katie Holmes and Maggie but it Gyllenhaal. Wasn't Martha, it was Rachel. Martha's the mother, Rachel's the girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Got I should it. not have brought this up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, Martha. Was, yeah, they're not They're not connecting over banging the same girl. <laughs> Are you sure? Eskimo brothers. Their dads might have. It could be the same Martha. <laughs> I think it might be. Although, There's only Superman's one. mom wasn't really his mom. She was. Different podcast. Different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Judith Evelyn plays Martha. Uh, she was in Rear Window. So I, I knew I was recognizing her the whole time. It took me a while. She's, I didn't recognize uh, Miss her. Lonely Hearts, which is one of the people James Stewart is watching from his window. Is she an actual deaf actress? No. She actually okay. had a really, like, and again, in Rear Window, she doesn't really say much either, but uh, from what I was reading, she is actually known for having one of the best voices in cinema. Crazy. So. I, I didn't recognize her in the film that we watched, but I did recognize her IMDb picture. And I was like, I've definitely seen this beautiful woman. She doesn't have much makeup on in this movie. Because what does Ollie say? She's deaf and dumb. Deaf and dumb, which is just a vernacular of the time. Yeah. When somebody couldn't speak, it was just often like, well, they're dumb. Yeah. We're not going to put any medical thing behind it. You're just dumb. And, you know, because that's what I said about Helen Keller and uh, uh, the pinball wizard Tommy. Pinball wizard. No, you never seen it. California. I have it over here. I can't believe she hasn't seen it. California. They would have called him dumb. <laughs> I think don't they, they did. Don't they misdiagnose him too? They're <laughs> yeah. like, he's got a whole bunch of shit wrong with him. There's no way he's, he's just autistic. sad about people in his life dying. He's autistic. You've yeah. never seen the rock opera Tommy? I don't. I don't know. Performed by the Who? The Who. I have it on. Uh, no, I was asking. 4K. No, the who? I'm asking you, who? The, the who's on first. <laughs> well, what's on second? <laughs> Speaking of 1959, yeah, yeah right. probably earlier, but uh, she was also in the movie Giant with uh, um, James Dean. She's got great fucking facial acting. This is why I asked if she was actually um, a deaf or a mute, because she's, she's selling it with her face. I read on IMDb, so question mark, but she took like uh, lessons with someone to learn how to act as they a paid deaf off and mute it person. Did. A lot of the ASL I'm assuming ASL yeah. because that's what we call it today looked right but some of it really did not. But again, this was it'd be the same as us speaking to somebody from the 50s like what's all that jive talking about, boy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what kind of what kind of words flying out of your mouth? I don't understand. <laughs> dope. We don't sell dope around here. What does the gravity have to do with it, Marty? <laughs> you know. That's heavy, dog. That's a solid joke. Solid, of course it's solid. It's not a gas. Well, it's a joke. It came out of my mouth. It is gas. It's not solid. You're fucking wrong. They don't say this just in. Man from the future is crazy. <laughs> hey, why are you wearing that uh, life preserver? What is it? Why are you wearing <laughs> yeah. that life jacket? Yeah, think it's yeah. gonna dr- think you're gonna drown? <laughs> anyway, so she, she is. Just deaf. give me a Pepsi free. <laughs> and uh, they take he, Ollie takes him up to the apartment. They get some coffee, and Vincent Price immediately throws this he saucer. spikes that saucer <laughs> like he fucking made a touchdown. Yes, he does. For a pretty good actor, he does not do this well. He's like, yeah. he doesn't drop the saucer. He's just, whap! Spasm! <laughs> well, like Iceman in Top Gun. I was expecting a Greek wedding to go on behind him. I, I expect that he did act like he dropped it, but they're like, this doesn't work for us, so just like knock it down. So it's probably like the third or fourth take, Maybe and he, he was just it. annoyed. Yeah, he's, well, he's stop. Like, it's giving not me direction. Breaking. Maybe he dropped it, but like because it was something made before today, 
it was good quality Sturdy. and it didn't shatter immediately. So he had Oh yeah, it. this this is not made from Timu. <laughs> no, it's not. It's mm. beautiful China. It's fine China, not made in China. <laughs> made in Indiana. And he breaks it and cuts his hand Ohio. and Martha sees the blood and has a spasm and faints. I mean, I think it's I like sh- there's no word for well, I guess there would have been a word for, it, but she's a hemophiliac. No, a uh, hemophiliac it's just called hysteria. Is somebody who just bleeds a lot. Not or she's a, got hemophobia. Yeah. She just, uh, she uh, can't. Back, back then when a woman had any kind of problem, it was it just was hysteria. hysteria. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> she's got the hysteria. No, she just wants to vote. <laughs> Better put her in asylum. She <laughs> just said she didn't want to cook that tonight. <laughs> the steak's overdone. Hysteria. All she asks is why you smell she's like a, a prostitute. <laughs> I asked She's a bitch. witch. I asked that bitch for another beer, and she said we were out. Hysteria. Put her in an asylum. 1959. Beautiful time to be a white male. Not a bunch has changed. Well, that's what You're they were trying me. to make America again, right? Yeah. Great for this is men. this is where we want to go back. No. This is America being great again. <laughs> Even though I'm I don't I didn't look it up, but I'm like ninety percent sure that this movie was not shot in the United States. Oh, okay. It looked the places they were, the locations they were looked European. And Vincent Price did a lot of European movies and it was cheaper. Makes all really? the sense. I don't know. I could be wrong. And I might be, and I probably am. I have been before. <laughs> I'll expect it. I've never been wrong when her and I are having an argument, but other than that, I'm always But wrong. on the air where somebody can Google you, yeah. you might be wrong. <laughs> she doesn't Google me when we argue. <laughs> That's your biggest problem. <laughs> no, but I prove him wrong numerous times. Yeah, the fight's already over. He wins. Yeah. <laughs> Listen here, woman. <laughs> you hear this? I think your wife's got a touch of stereo. <laughs> put her in an asylum. <laughs> I'm fairly certain if I ever time traveled, I'd be put in an asylum instantly. <laughs> They're like, who is this redhead? <laughs> Look at this man. Why are you orange? Why does this man have woman's hair <laughs> it is so beautiful well, he must be homeless look at that beard <laughs> yeah no shit dude you'd be fucking thrown right in the asylum <laughs> yeah. for having full facial hair and no hat to boot he went outside without a hat wait yeah, have a hat that's not the right kind of hat not, the, that, not hat? that hat gotta get the bowlers hat see we had a whole ride about it what anyway. kind of hat should he wear you know should the, be wearing the something the, with a brim the boater's hat probably or a tribly Tribly is like a shorter fedora kind of, oh, okay. and then the, the the boater's hat is the one you would see in uh, fuck like like World War One, I, I guess, where it's the full brim around, but it's not bent at all, and it's a shorter top. It usually, it's like a red, white, and blue ribbon around it. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. boater's hat. They're now like super floppy now. Um, I don't even think they make them now. Oh, like the kind where like you see hat. like a guy who's like a carnival barker. In That's an old it. Movie yes, Dick Van Dyke it. wears one in Mary Poppins. I was like, what about Gilligan? When he pulls, no, that's a fisherman's hat, okay. not a boating hat. God, get your aquatics right. <laughs> yeah, get your water sports right. <laughs> oh, water sports. We want to talk oh, water, water sports. sports. Water sports. We can have a whole different podcast about. Wait, did someone say water sports? <laughs> yes. Not the kind you're thinking. <laughs> so Vincent Price claims that she's passing out because she can't release her fear vocally. So it's building up and it's causing pressure on her spine because of the mysterious tingler force. Oh. <laughs> and uh, that's that, I guess. I yep. guess if you End can't scream, you're going to pass out. <laughs> so, Or at least have terrible back pain. Yeah. <laughs> You've never been to a chiropractor you know where you, don't, you don't scream at all and you suffer from back pain. That's true. But it doesn't make any sense because Nev Campbell screamed a lot in those movies and she's always rubbing her neck. That's true, she but is. that's because the tingler's moving up. Ah, got it. And she got a different kind of tingler, I think. <laughs> I saw wild things. <laughs> wild tings. Yeah, I saw I saw Kevin Bacon's tingler. In oh wild God. Yeah, no wonder he's never been single. <laughs> Fucking Kevin Bacon comes from hog. <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> and then we meet Lucy, played by Pamela Lincoln, who is Vincent Price's wife's sister. Oh, wait, no, we like her. Yeah, she's the good Yeah, we one. love... Oh, she's beautiful. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh. That, that like, old-timey gorgeous, too. She's she, gorgeous today. Well, yeah. yeah, but, like, it's that movie, like, glamorous yeah. movie. Kind it's of. like a non-racist, gone with the wind kind of captivation. She's got the dark <laughs> hair. She's got the beautiful complexion. I mean, this film is black and white, so you can't really... Jack and I were... Trying to discuss like what color we think this dress I'm is. I'm going with red. I'm saying blue. Mm, but is no. this film black and white? Mostly. We'll get there. Mostly. <laughs> anyway, she is playing his sister-in-law, and she's dating Dave, who is, is his, his lab assistant. assistant. Uh, she's played by a woman named Pamela Lincoln. I said she was in Tootsie, but like a very small role. She didn't do a whole lot. And then Daryl Hickman plays Dave, or so David. she didn't put out. Is what you're saying. Yeah, back then. Probably, yeah. yeah. She had her Good own, on. She well, had her, her own voice. Her and Daryl Hickman actually got married right after this filming this movie. Oh, shit. Aww. They were married until the 80s. All That's right. That's awesome. Until somebody died? Uh, they got divorced. They oh. divorced became okay. They raised their children. They hated each other. Yeah, they had two kids. So I'm assuming once those kids were old enough to leave the house, uh, what, 15 back then? Um, <laughs> In the <laughs> 80s, it, it was still 18. It depends. Are we having a war? If there's a war, you can get him out of the house real quick. <laughs> oh, it looks like you were drafted. That's not an official letter. That's just on paper. From the, I can see your letterhead on it. Nope, says drafted. Get out of there. Says from the desk of Vincent Price. <laughs> Indeed. Where did you get his stationery? <laughs> we worked together once. Uh, Daryl Hickman, um, which Whitney recognized his name, which is weird to me, because I looked through his credits and I was like, I don't know why you recognize his name. Except it might be because of my mom. He was in. Here's our connection to all these other episodes. He Renegades. Did one episode of Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> we got to get on that. I saw the first episode and I liked it. Uh, he also did vo- a bunch of voice acting. Like he was did movies up until like the 80s. And then it was voice acting. He did like GoBots and Scooby Doo yeah. and a bunch of other shit. I mean, you know, if you can act from home or in a it studio. It might have just been seeing his name because sometimes I'll read credits on a cartoon, so that would make sense. Yeah. When yeah, I was younger, out. I read everything. I, mean, I can't tell you. The, the image of Dick Wolf is burnt into my brain. <laughs> what was Excuse it? Excuse me? <laughs> Mine is Lorne. Lorne. Lorne is just everything I'm watching is Lorne right now. Yeah. He owns the world. He does. Right below Disney. I think they're sleeping together. Him and the entire Disney Corporation. Or yep. just Disney's frozen head. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would just be him and Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, God. Makes more sense, I I'm not guess. watching that sex tape. I don't think he's having sex with a frozen head. I mean, he might. Lauren Michaels is weird. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out, basically, that Vincent Price's wife, Isabel, is like a party drunk. And she kind of hates him because he never he's never home. So she's always out with uh, nefarious men, I think is the way it's described. Yeah, yeah he so, explains it as like, why would, you, why would you not go out? Because your husband works all hours, doesn't drink cocktails, falls asleep in operas, and doesn't do anything but it begs the question though why did you guys get together in the first place i think this was this was back when it was like Arranged. oh we're 17 and we had sex so i guess it's time to get married or something okay i mean she comes from money so i mean she could have done it's not it that arranged. she it's not that no, i don't think it'd be arranged maybe know. she saw him as like an up-and-coming doctor not realizing he'd be a pathologist yeah 
You know, or a mad scientist, or a mad scientist. Oh, one and the same. <laughs> Tomato orange. And David does show up and give Vincent Price a gift of some mysterious drug, which we learn eventually D- is LSD. But we were all kind of racking our brains. Oh, for I it. knew immediately it was LSD. I was hoping for some methamphetamine. Just he, Vincent Price, all you fucking, all David, fucking yacked out. Yeah. <laughs> David says, "I got the prescription for you. Be careful. This is heavy stuff. It mm-hmm. causes." nightmares and i was but like that's it, fucking lsd but 59 especially yeah. cinematically they could have been making this about cannabis this is this like is yeah that's true vincent price just had a fucking drive-through on 36 tacos <laughs> i just i just recently watched a documentary on what is this mystery box i've heard so much about mm. <laughs> i just watched a documentary on lsd and shrooms and all of that stuff and gotcha. in the 50s and 60s it it got shut down on what like 62 but before that there was so many experience uh, as oh abso- absolutely well what's the, what's the counterculture like, gets a hold of it the people who want to make it illegal are like look look it's those yeah because that's what it was lsd was like being created if i'm not wrong to try and treat like shell shock depression and yes. other things like that yeah and when it worked <laughs> they were like oh no we <laughs> fucked up dude it's like that scene at the beginning of pineapple express except mm-hmm. for that's weed where uh what bill Hader is like smoking <laughs> weed and he's just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly <laughs> I love Bill Hader. But uh, from what I was reading, this is the first cinematic depiction of LSD. Yeah. And it's not terrible for 1959. No, yeah. I mean, the I mean, effects of... They don't have the special effects to make it look... I was, I was going to say, know. so let's get into oh. the trip then. It's not like we're watching Midsummer and everything yeah. in the background is just breathing and moving and you barely notice until Dude, you do. Dude, that was awesome. Like, <laughs> hallucinogenics are a hard thing to show on television or movies, but what you just different. described, though, I know very well. Things in the background breathing, like that's universal for me uh, yeah tell me about the fucking golf <laughs> shoes finish your fucking story man it's impossible to walk in this muck no footing at all <laughs> finish your fucking story for the longest time that was the best one for me because when he's in the hallway and it's got the crazy uh we're talking about by the way fear, fear loading in las vegas when he's the the carpet has the crazy patterns that vegas carpets had uh-huh. and the pattern starts like climbing up the wall i was like yep Yep. Huh. <laughs> this is done by somebody that's done drugs. Yes. Interesting. Wait, Terry Gilliam did drugs? I'm thinking so. <laughs> the guys from Monty Python wouldn't have done yeah, drugs. No way. Not those guys. They're too busy going to church. <laughs> so David gives him the LSD and uh, reveals that he had to capture a cat for experiments. Yep. Sure. And then they go out to dinner. They try to go out to dinner. Vincent Price keeps pulling. He's like, all right, go. Have a good night. Oh, by the way. And he pulls him back over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty fucking great. They leave. And then Isabel comes home. Isabel, played by a woman named Patricia Cutts, who I didn't see much that I would know that she was in. Um, a lot of old like She's uh, fine. She's got TV a, stuff. She's got a face and a personality for this time. You know, it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. And... He's, she comes home and he's looking out the window and sees her making out with some dude. So he grabs his gun and hides in a dark corner. And he pulls a straight M M&M. and M. He's like, "I gotta get my gun." <laughs> he turns off all the lights and hides in the corner. Yeah, like fucking like a dad waiting for you to come home from your date. And then we learn it's not the first time. Are he your does fingers this. broken? Why didn't you dial the phone and call me? <laughs> I've been worried sick. The news asked me. He said it was ten o'clock. Do you know where your cheating wife is? And I said no. <laughs> but she does say like oh i hate when you stand in dark corner in dark rooms this is a current thing like a common yes. thing you do yeah. now <laughs> yes she's always cheating he's always watching and he even says like well if you were more trustworthy i wouldn't have to watch or something along those lines yeah. if your actions were more trustworthy I and mean, he maybe did, if you were giving her, some of that, giving her some of that sweet d she wouldn't be going on the streets for it yeah but i think they just hate each other 
because of the lack of sex. <laughs> I think it probably started before that. That's what started the they lack of sex. They were hate fucking. Ooh, and eventually yeah. they got tired of hate, hate fucking. fucking can bring a relationship back though. Yes, it can. <laughs> I think. Vincent Price got tired of hate fucking. He's, <laughs> he's just he's more about dead bodies these days. Yeah. Well, maybe Ooh. she just should have held still. <laughs> <laughs> she probably was. Um, Lay in a bathtub full of ice for like 30 minutes, please. <laughs> don't ask why. But sh- they're having an argument, and she says, I don't remember what he said, but she goes, he's- there's a word for you, Warren. And he goes, there's several for you. <laughs> dude, dude, <laughs> fucking sass. Like, this is a clap back. Yes, it is. He's going off on her saying, you are a terrible person. You are not letting Lucy and David be together. Just oh, yeah. give her her money. Because they're sisters, but she's keeping all of the money, not letting Lucy have it because she doesn't want Lucy to be with her. She's a guardian for Lucy now. Like, this is, she's she's in charge. It's it's her sister. The money is from her dad who died under mysterious Mysterious circumstances. circumstances. And she is basically his, Vincent Price's sugar mama at this point. Uh Yes. She pays for the lab, she pays for all the tools and all that stuff. And he grabs, he takes her at gunpoint into the lab. And basically tells her, give Lucy her half of the money or uh, go ahead and, quote, commit suicide right now. She's like, you mean murder? No, Not after I, I rearrange once, it. Once I rearrange things. Whoa, we're going to do what? I'm going to rearrange things inside. I'm going to move the furniture. <laughs> I'm going to put your kidney where your eyeballs go. <laughs> you ever seen Toy Story with Sid? Yeah, I'm going to do that to you. <laughs> Wait, is she like the doll head with the spider legs? Yeah. The erector set? She's got yeah. legs for arms and vice versa. <laughs> uh oh, we just turned her to Sebulba. <laughs> oh, I need two more people. I can make a human centipede. <laughs> That's how the tingle's made. <laughs> Sewing people anus to mouth. As you folks know, we like to have a beer or three while we podcast, and sometimes that leads to a not-so-pleasant morning after, unless we remember to hydrate, people. That's where Liquid IV comes in. Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America, and it's now available in sugar-free with a proprietary zero-sugar solution that has no artificial sweeteners. I love using Liquid IV because it comes in convenient little packets you can take with you, makes me feel rejuvenated and hydrated, and best of all, it actually tastes good. Just one packet of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than just water alone, thanks to the eight vitamins and nutrients it has, and it has three times the electrolytes of those other sports drinks. We love Liquid IV so much that we're offering you, our loyal listeners, a steal of a deal. Get 20% off when you grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free, or any other variant at liquidiv.com and use the code WORSTPEOPLE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORSTPEOPLE at liquidiv.com. And I do love, she's talking shit about his gun, and he's like, oh, this silly little gun can make a hole in you the size of a medium grapefruit. Do you mean an orange? (laughs) (laughs) It's the size of one twentieth of a watermelon. Do you mean like a grape? (laughs) <laughs> a kiwi <laughs> like why not just say that like it can the make the size of an, of an apple <laughs> <laughs> and then he shoots her and immediately starts taking x-rays of her Wait, butt he shoots her because we think that she's dead yeah he shoots her in the stomach which is not how any rational person would kill themselves well we just assume he sh- because that's where she like 
Yeah. Well, the, where the gun was at hip anyway. Yeah. But also we are talking 59 police, which we're going to find out. Don't give too many fucks. Right. So maybe he is yeah. like, I'm going to shoot her in the stomach and tell them cops she shot herself in the stomach. Yeah. Six times. They only care. <laughs> look, I've seen Chicago. The cops back then only care if the woman kills the man. True. True. And it's got to be a white man. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts taking x-rays of her butt, appear- apparently. That's what it looks That's like. That's what it looks like. It's a Christmas party. Xerox said butt. x-ray. It is an, said, an x-ray. You said pictures. I said x-ray. Did you? X-rays are pictures anyway. Of the inside. The yeah. <laughs> and why they call it a fluorescent scope or some shit Yeah, like he that. says some other word. Anita's, Anita's droid scope or something. I, I wonder if, if, if xenons hadn't caught on yet. It's probably something slightly different, but it looks like an x-ray when he's done with it. Yeah. And he is hiding behind a little radiation shield. It's so funny. He's aiming this thing and then like runs behind this little shield and pokes his head out behind the mirror. There's a little window. Or the window, I mean. He hits the little button and runs out and adjusts it and runs back. And this thing is shorter than him, so he has to like hunch down and look through the little window each time. Everything in this fucking movie is shorter than him. He is huge. I don't know how tall Vincent Price is, but he was clearly taller than the average I mean, height of the time. Judging by this movie, I would say eight foot nine. But <laughs> I'm thinking in real life, he's got to be like six four, six five. I don't know. He was beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah, we gotta address that, dude. He looks great in this movie. Previous episode, we have done Dead Heat, which Still is phenomenal. <laughs> what we got. Uh, this is like 20, 20, 30 years, 30 years, 30 later, years later, and the only difference is gray hair. White. Yeah. Well, I guess we don't see it in this because. It's black and white, so yeah, but you can see his hair is dark in this yeah. at least. Yeah, and he's got but other than that, he but looks, but in, in Dead Heat, he's more more wrinkles and gray or white hair, but he looks exactly the same. Yeah, hair is the same, posture is the same, and the wrinkles aren't even a whole bunch more. No. It's just that he's 30 he's years old. He's a beautiful person. Yeah, she wakes up and we find out he used a blank to shoot her. He was basically just trying to scare her so he get pictures of what he suspects to live inside every human body. The tingle. The midichlorian. <laughs> well, They're every, off the charts. That's not in every human body. That's they are. only in certain people. Nope, they are. Are they? Yep. Oh, they it's say, only if they're high is when you They get say the powers. average, this is all new canon, but they say the average non-force user has about 2,500 midichlorian. Oh, okay. So, so it's not measured by like parts per million. No. Okay. There's a fucking number to it. I'm so upset by it. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. No, midichlorians are dumb. <laughs> And we've leaned into it now in fucking Star Wars literature instead of getting away from it. Don't yawn. We got to move on from Star Wars. We're losing Whitney. (laughs) And in The Mandalorian. We'll get there. We have another podcast coming eventually, guys. We're going to talk all about this. You can listen to us ramble about this while Whitney's not with us. Even if she joins us for the episode, she'll get up and leave. We're just going to give her a pillow. Just knock out. (laughs) Pay no attention to those snores. These are not the snores you're looking for. (laughs) So the only reason I'm going to mention this cat, because he has a cat. The one that David caught in this cage, but it's because there's a great line from it. Because she <laughs> she wakes up and she's like, basically, like, what the fuck is there a cat in your lab for? And he's like, oh, we found it in an alley. Perhaps you two have met? Dude, oh. sass. <laughs> Love it. Fucking sass. Yeah, he's fucking savage in this movie, and it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a drag queen from 2023 that wrote his lines back then. It's fucking yes. awesome. Like, this is straight RuPaul drag, sh- drag show or drag race. Um, and... So he looks at the x-rays with David and we see this like weird centipede looking thingy and it's it's a Pokemon. It's, it's quote. <laughs> it is kind of a Pokemon. And it's quote to, to quote David denser than bone because apparently it's darker or more yeah. solid yeah. on the x-ray. So they have that and they you can see that it starts big 
when the thing first happens, then it gets smaller as it like dies away. I'm showing you this universe on purpose. So we all have a centipede living in our spines. Yep. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Which and makes it easier to make a human centipede. <laughs> so mine is the human centipede. <laughs> So Vincent Price starts discussing how he wants to experience the tingle himself, but I'm not afraid of anything. (laughs) By the way, this whole movie, every time, 90% of the time when someone says the word tingle in a sentence, I'm laughing. Because it's always in like the worst or best delivery to like, (laughs) I want to feel the tingle myself. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Look, I need to be it. I need to do it in public to feel the tingle. Okay, <laughs> I need someone watching. Close the doors, open the windows. So he does decide to close the doors. He locks himself in his lab, and our everybody here. The first thought was, "Oh, autoerotic asphyxiation." Yeah, that's how I'm gonna feel the fear <laughs> in excess. That's how I live. I want to feel the tingle <laughs> and then the tingler. <laughs> um, and he locks himself in there to inject himself with LSD, which is like the most baller way I've ever heard of doing LSD. And somebody can correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong, but it's it's. 50 micro milligrams milligrams is the the usual dosage which i believe is one cc okay but he's upping it to 100 micro milligrams yeah which is two cc's by that math correct and i don't know if that's a lot or little i only judge that by the the shape and size of the syringe it looked like two cc's going in i'll I'll trust you for sure i just don't i've never heard of a micro milligram the dealer's, and I do need the to dealer's like, just take one hit. And he's like, I'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> and I say this not from doing drugs, but from actual working in a hospital. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, please clarify. I don't know anything about CCC from in- injecting myself. But now let's talk about some of the worst ways to do acid. One, recording yourself. Oh, I want to do that. trying to keep time. Because <laughs> he's like, blurry vision times 811. The room is tilting. Eight thirteen. I'm not that. tilting. He's like the room, the room is, tilting. is tilting and spinning and he's while swaying. he's rocking he's back swaying. and forth. But <laughs> also, the third thing is like you're in a fucking sterile hospital room. Like this is not. We're surrounded by sharp implements. Yeah, this is not be where a room you trip. With, like velvet posters, curtains, beads. <laughs> Shaggy yeah, walls. at least one painting of Elvis in velvet. <laughs> one of those big pillows that's like a couch. Uh huh. You know. A fluffy dog you can lay on. <laughs> Ooh, I had a. A fluffy pillow. Well, my daughter has the pillow that I was petting because I thought it was candy. It happens. <laughs> I, dude, I've, I've caressed my own leg this. thinking I was caressing my girlfriend's leg. <laughs> Joke's on me. I didn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> she was there. You, just, you could see her. <laughs> she oh, was off yeah, getting like, the tingles. Like a roommate. Yeah. That doesn't exist. <laughs> she does exist. <laughs> <laughs> but he starts freaking out. Speaking of Star Wars, the walls are closing in on me. 3PO, turn <laughs> off the compactor. <laughs> oh, no. Do you hear that? There are screams. <laughs> And torture. He tries to stop himself from screaming so he can just hold out. It's, it is autoerotic asphyxiation. He's trying to hold out to the end. Oh, and the whole know? time, David and Lucy? Lucy. I got names right. Uh, David and Lucy <laughs> are watching, like tiptoeing, looking through the window on the door. David is watching because Lucy can't tiptoe. I think she's probably wearing heels. And she's, and like, she's if still, I get any yeah. higher up, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. But uh, so they're looking through. <laughs> they're looking. They're just watching this, and she's the first one. She's like, "We gotta help him. He can hurt himself." The guy's like, "No, this is what he wanted." Yada yada. And then seconds later, he's like, "We gotta get in there. Do you have an extra key?" Right? Like, like you, what the fuck? First of all, break that fucking door down, pal. Yep. <laughs> if I you mean, really think your friend's in danger, it did close like toward the lab, so it'd be harder to break down. I could break it. I know, but I mean, like, if it goes inward, you could kick it a little harder. If it did goes, it? We should all, we should all go look inward. a little inward. It goes inward. Oh, did it? Yeah. All right, well, then he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> it did look solid though. It did look they did oh. make things pretty solid back then. That's true. This is probably some rich mahogany. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't one of those fucking doors yeah. we've got on our house that are made out of like fucking plywood. Yeah. And this is air. English oak. This is why we have security gates and bars on our windows <laughs> and doors. There was one more thing when Vincent Price is freaking out though cuz he locked all the windows and he starts opening the window but then screaming about how the window won't open because it's barred and yeah. he's like halfway leaning out the window almost and he's like it won't open. And this is where I think it's <laughs> It's just 1959. It's showing bad acid trip. Like everything just kind of gets a little fuzzy, a little blurry. The yeah. skeleton he's looking at just goes out double vision, out of focus. It's closer to being drunk, but yeah. like, we're probably having this done by somebody that's never done acid because it wasn't a household fucking name at this point. Yeah. And they actually do call it acid at one point. David oh, do does they? Say, yeah, David, David does. Say oh, okay. Acid. So, I mean, it's got a little and more I was to like, it, but. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, either way, like you, I, I'm not blaming him for it. It's just like, oh, sign of the times. Oh yeah, when they show the actual visual effect, yeah, I mean, it's it's as good as you could do at this time and probably they at this budget, make it especially look black, fun. And, especially black and white. You're, you're losing a lot of acid trip if you're not doing color. Well, again, speaking of either Fear and Loathing or Midsummer, you can't like, there's no digital effect or any way to make it like things wobble and move other than putting something over the lens uh-huh. that makes it wobble and move. And, it's, yeah. and I, I imagine it's a very similar to those like drunk glasses they put on people when they're trying to show them like you can't drink and drive. Like, I don't know if you guys did that when you were kids. Oh yeah. In elementary no? school. Yeah. Have you never had no, those? They never did no. that when the, when the, the, for us, it was the dare officer guy came to school with his briefcase full of drugs. It was a terrible idea. I don't and think so. I actually have a briefcase full of drugs that no, I think no, no. dare it's for. It's a terrible idea to bring it to an elementary school. Oh, okay. Because I think it's a good idea to no, keep no, all no. your drugs yeah, in a briefcase. No, speaking of fear and loathing. <laughs> um, but then you, you put these goggles on and they would like twist it. And it, it was kind of, it's kind of like that shit they use at the optometrist when they're like, this one or that one. But it would be like you putting on somebody with the exact opposite uh, prescription as you. Oh, it'd be somebody putting my glasses yeah. on. Yeah. yeah and they're they, like, all right, get up and walk and yada, yada. Yeah, and they put it on you and they're like, now try to walk a straight line. And you. It's like when I try to wear Melissa's glasses. I just, I just walked it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> You're going places, kid. <laughs> Probably uh, to jail. jail. <laughs> <laughs> so Vincent Price afterward goes back to ollie and martha's house because ollie's like hey she can't sleep she's freaking out man and he injects her with something we all thought it was lsd the movie wants you to think it's lsd yeah like with vincent price but i think it was just a because him and david agent. just to go back real quick after he's recovering him and david talk about like i felt it i had to scream yada yada we're gonna get more people to uh, uh we're gonna get more experiments we'll have someone die for us, you know? And they're kind of like, well, what if somebody couldn't scream? Yeah. So now we're getting to the, the, yeah, so the she, deaf and dumb chick. He injects her, and then just later on she wakes up in her bedroom, and it's her haunted bedroom. The door's closing itself. The windows are closing themselves. Yeah, there's like, she goes, she gets into the bathroom, and there, or no, on the bed next to her, which, by yeah. the way, her and her husband sleep in separate beds because it's 1959. Yep. And they're not even like next to each other where you can push them together. Can't sleep together unless you sleep it together, if you know what I mean, Pally. God (laughs) told us to quit having babies. To push these beds together involves moving other furniture. Like you got to move those heavy dressers the way they were set up. They're like perpendicular also. Yeah. Oh, I want to wake up and look at you, but not be close to you, see? Well, see, he slept with his head by her feet because he's like Jack. Mm-hmm. No, because they're perpendicular. Her, so he his, has, his I, head was against O's. Like I know how the monster the that's in the movie's head was. But I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I get it. Anyway, she lifts up the sheet and there's this fucking Jason Melted without a mask monster. looking creature <laughs> under there. It's not good. I but mean, it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not bad for this era. No, it's but again, not I, I, like I'm coming from a very desensitized monster movie kind of thing, yeah. you know, where that's not scary, but it would have been. 
Do you think this is a point where they would have done the tingles? Uh, anytime there Surprise was a scream, just so I'm sure there was tingles in this segment. She doesn't scream, but they were also trying to you know convey the fear. So. I had a hard time figuring out where the the seat tingles would have been. Like in like theater. The thing I read said anytime there was a blood curdling scream on screen, which wasn't as many as you'd think. No. So I mean, maybe we they were like a little worried. Just... They're like too much electricity will kill you. I've seen that elephant. Yeah. So they kind of save it all for the end. Then I don't maybe, know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But she gets out of the bedroom and she runs into the bathroom and it has like red blood. They switch like and the, we could see the footage for us. Yeah. And I'm sure this wasn't the case in the theater originally. Yeah. But for us, it gets really grainy all of a sudden, which I've seen in older movies. So I didn't think anything of it. But then like the sink turns on and red blood is coming out of it in a black and white movie. It's a yeah. very jarring shot for just how it's been going yeah, yeah. and what you've, your eyes have been looking at this whole time. Yeah, because this movie was converted to HD, so we're looking at it pretty crisp. Yeah. And this is very blurry. And then the sink or the bathtub is also filled with blood. And I did read on the trivia that for this scene, they did shoot with color film because they couldn't do like a Sin City digital effect, obviously. Right. And this wasn't like they added color to the black and white because you can tell it kind of goes outside the lines. It looks like a little drunk kid was coloring. <laughs> Dude, how many drunk kids you been around? <laughs> it involved a low counter and a rum raisin cake. Um, Very funny night. <laughs> but... I guess what they did was it was black and white sets with like the with like her wearing makeup and stuff. So it was shot on color film, but everything was built and painted black and white so that the blood was red. So they were shooting this this segment is on color film. There is one scene I remember seeing her and I'm like, God, that looks like she actually just has gray makeup on. And that was just that's this it. scene. Yeah. This was this was okay. it. That's like just the scene, so Whitney. Much- <laughs> no, that's it was beautifully done. Yeah, like, I mean, if they could have upgraded this segment better, whoever did the upgrading, but it, I don't know how the original elements. We are we are just kind of nitpicking because that's they what can, we're doing, and I think it came out wonderful. Well, if we yeah. were watching this on like a, an older DVD or something, or on VHS, it, we probably wouldn't even know a much smaller TV. <laughs> all the all the things, but it was it was cool. But yeah, the the there's blood coming out of all that stuff. Almost threw my phone on the floor. The tingles. I tingled myself. (laughs) There's blood coming out of everything, and then she runs to the door. You can't say I tingled myself, (laughs) and then there's blood coming out of everything, dude. You're going to want to take a pause and maybe segue out of that and not have those... You know, con- connecting I'm things the, that are I'm said getting, in this room. The I'm getting the fly. blood tingles. <laughs> I feel like he would get the blood tingles though. <laughs> so she gets attacked by a yeti, yeah, or something. Just the but arm, the, the, the freaking tomahawk throw. Yeah, this arm hatchet, comes through the door with this little hatchet. I'd say hatchet just because it's not of the native people. Correct. <laughs> the arm comes through and it looks like a fucking Bigfoot Yeti arm. Uh-huh. And yeah, this guy throws this fucking hatchet and sticks it into the, the dresser there or whatever, the armoire. Right next to her. And I all I could think of was like, the axe throwing places, I'm like, well, those didn't exist yet. Where's this guy getting his practice? Because he threw that shit perfectly and yep. couldn't even see. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he was actually trying to hit her. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she is in the bathroom, too, so that came first, because when she's in the bathroom, yeah, this is what gets her it to the opens, bathroom. and then she sees, or the cap, medicine cabinet opens, and she sees a death certificate. Well, did we yes. talk about the bathtub full of blood, or just the yeah. I mentioned it, okay. yeah, but we, don't, we didn't talk about... The, the arm coming out. The of arm it. coming out. Of it. it actually looks pretty fucking cool, and the color of blood is grotesque enough for me. Yes, it is. Yeah, that it's, I, it's good. I would have a problem with it back then for sure. And I mean, this blood looks more like blood 
than the black and white blood that was on Vincent Price's hand earlier, yes. where they just put like a drop of like <laughs> of, paint on it, him. It, it was ketchup. And I don't mean because it's black and white. I mean it, it just looks silver. <laughs> the stuff on his hand didn't even look like black and white blood. Yeah, it didn't move. It doesn't move like blood. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she sees a death certificate with her name and her date of birth and all that stuff on it, and it says "died from fear." Uh, no, no, no. In big capital letters, fright. Oh, fright. That's what it is. Yeah. Fright is better than fear. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why Fright Night is better than fear.com. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Ollie ends up taking Martha to Vincent Price's house in the middle of the night. And he goes to inspector and he's like, oh, I'm afraid she's dead. I'm like, you carried this woman across the city and you couldn't tell she was dead. Oh, yeah. Because Ollie even says like she was laying there when I found her. I thought she was dead. But then when I touched her to move her or to, to pick her up, she moved. So what she, she does again, again does right now. Exactly. Uh-huh. They're sitting there talking and she sits up under the sheet and then lays back down. But why put the sheet back on her? Like, cause now they're like, whoop, let's go back and double check. It's just decorum. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I, I'd still want to be like, I'm going to see what's going on under that sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's making a stupid face. <laughs> it would be a dumb face. <laughs> Take the sheet off. and just like, <laughs> That's my smile. <laughs> well, you should smile more. Not like that. <laughs> so, so they give her an autopsy, and Vincent Price, well, Vincent Price gives her an autopsy. Obviously, Ollie's not helping. He's not a medical doctor. But he's so cavalier again. Like, it was yeah, one thing like, when it was your brother-in-law, you might not like him, but this is your fucking wife. He even <laughs> says, I think Vincent even asks him, are you okay with this? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine, old boy. Carry on. Cut her, cut her from nut to gut. <laughs> oh, my God, she's got nuts. Well, I guess we should have had sex at some point. Also, I do have to say that she is <laughs> laying on her back angle. and he's pulling this off of her spine. Well, uh-huh. he, he kind of like makes a movement. I think it's going to be like he rolls her But over. they don't roll her back after. It's a whole thing of yeah, just who fine. fucking cares. Nobody was paying attention. It's 1959. It's like stretchers yeah. with the arms down. <laughs> <laughs> but he does it behind this sheet with like... Uh, one of those little things where glory you put hole. them up and you get dressed. No, it's glory a glory hole. Oh. That's where you it's get undressed. It's the shade. It's the dressing shade. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it's like a medical version. And it's perfectly made so that when the light behind it shines, you can see what he's doing without seeing any of the blood. So he cuts out the tingler. <laughs> Which it is dripping something. You see yeah. stuff dripping off of he's it. He's lifting like, nice. this giant fucking terrifying looking centipede thing. I mean, it's terrifying until you see the little paws. Yeah, it looks good until you start looking at it more and closer. Well, the shadow looks creepy, but even when he's pulling it out in the shadow, like the 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 little all the arms on it have these little tiny like hands on them, like four fingered hands. It's because they grip. They're it's just so cute. Crushers. I will say this thing: the ting, the tingler is. I would almost two feet. It, I yeah. think it's yeah. just. Yeah, I mean, well, it goes from his hand all the way up his forearm to the the elbow pit. Well, that's so, just I mean, the size of his foot. He he's got a mm-hmm. huge foot. Yes, he does. You know what they say about people with huge feet? Okay, everybody <laughs> listening, take your foot and, and put the heel your to wrist. your elbow pit, and your toes will reach your wrist. The the space from your wrist to your elbow pit is the same size as your foot. I would try it, but I don't want to hear everybody. I don't want everybody to hear me clamor <laughs> fall down <laughs> when the chair flips out from under me, and I'm just like screaming on the floor. At least the tingler can't get me. We're gonna cut this podcast short. Uh, Derek has died. He's been tingled. He's been tingled. Yes, <laughs> uh, but the puppet does look pretty good when it's not moving. Um, <laughs> whenever, even when it's on this countertop and it's like wriggling, but it's not like oh, trying it's to humping. crawl. No, it's no, humping. it's humping later for sure. No, later Anytime it, it gets Here on anybody, it just kind of gives you a little squiggle. Oh, it's like it's squiggle. <laughs> Again, more uh, the tingle squiggling. More pantomimes <laughs> yeah. on the podcast. We're so good at this. 
and it does attack Vincent Price that tries to grab his arm and he says he feels like he was in a vice. They get it into this convenient little Wait, how cage. did they get it? How did they How did they get that tingle off? Uh somebody screamed. Who? I'm I trying think, to... I think maybe Isabel screamed okay. cuz she came running in. Okay, that makes sense. I don't remember. That but was, definitely that was, that somebody was screamed. I just tried to just in my brain right now I was trying to think of who screamed. I was like, I don't think I remember. And while they're trying to put it in this little crate and whatever, Isabel goes out and pours some shit into a glass. Uh, Vincent Price had mentioned earlier that she probably poisoned her father. So yeah. we're all assuming it's poison. I was like, well, he's not going to drink it because I die. thought I thought it was acid. Ooh, but, yeah, I thought it was acid too. But, but I think barbiturates. It was just a sleeping pill. But she does the smooth move. She puts it in the glass and then moves the glasses around, and, and then, then she fills the drinks up and offers. One to Vincent Price and one to her, and he's like, "I think I'll have the other one, please." Yeah. And picks the dosed and one. And she even says, "Like, thank, thank you, you for doing the right uh, thing." Because yeah, for I doing the right thing. Always count on you for doing exactly the right what thing. He's gonna do because yeah. he doesn't trust her. Wow. I don't either. She's probably dead, and I still don't trust her. <laughs> it's it's Princess Bride all over again. Though. Like, <laughs> I can clearly not trust the glass in front of me. <laughs> but when the right before they drink the glasses, Ollie is like, oh, "I'm gonna head home." Uh, my dead wife's fine, oh, right? I want to take and, her. And Vincent Price tells him, call the funeral home. And he's like, nah, I'll just take her home. I'll call him in the morning. What? Question mark? What? Right? Like, she's, <laughs> she's filleted. Correct. And we find for, out- first of all, she's filleted. That is the <laughs> most current problem. Well, first of all, she's dead. That's the oldest take problem. Her home. <laughs> but how long, how long does rigor mortis take to set in? Usually about four hours. Yeah, you better find a position that's going to be good to get her in and out of this vehicle. I don't then. know what time. No, he's not driving. He doesn't have a car. Oh, so he's just lugging this so thing he's around just town. walking on the street with a body? Yeah. Good God. Or uh, the world's worst taxi fare. He does <laughs> mention he got. Fr- he claims he got home from having some beers at 1 a.m. So I don't know what time he's at Vincent Price's house. Yeah. Well, because it, <laughs> it's it's obviously late, which means nothing in 59. It could have been 8 o'clock. Because like, I can't I can't call the cops right now, good boy. They're already, it's too late. They'll make us wait. They'll be sleeping. You'll be up for hours. Yeah, I'm assuming like it's 2.33 a.m. I don't want you to wait. So he takes his dead wife home. Vincent Price drinks the mysterious liquid, and he ends up passing out. And... Uh, then Isabel. Isabel kind of disappears. Like so, sh- he gets the phone call from Ollie as he's passing out. Yeah, saying like, "I called the cops. They said the co- they'll send a coroner." They over told me just to sit on it for the night. Yep, it's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, don't worry about it, old boy. It's just a dead woman. <laughs> we'll come get her in the morning. Uh, just go ahead and sit on that. And I don't mean that literally. Go ahead and leave your wife alone. Well, yeah. you know what? Your property. Do what you want. If if you sit on her, it'll fuck with the body temperature. We won't know when she died. <laughs> They didn't know anything about it. They that. didn't know shit back they then, dude. They didn't have thermometers yet. They didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't care. They didn't care. They didn't care at all. <laughs> so we see Ollie packing a bag to leave or grabbing stuff from the house to leave. And he pulls out of his drawer the monster mask, the knife. Dun, dun, He's got dun. the hairy claw and like a blood pump, which yeah. I want to know where he got this. Yeah, he but invented hey. it. <laughs> well, you know what? He could have been a lot more wealthy. Yeah. He could have been the Stan Winston of the 50s. Well, my wife's holding me back, see? All that <laughs> well, theater this is money. Where, this is where Jack's theory comes in, is he did kill those other women and stole their money. Could have easily. And then that's where he's getting this, because he steals Martha's money also. Yeah. I mean, maybe we're making up that plot, but that guy did seem pretty scared to be killed. <laughs> well, so. he even said, he was like, well, she would have killed me if she had the chance. Right. She's tried before. You don't understand. Vincent Price like, I understand more than you know. Trust my, me, I get it. My wife just tried to kill me. I've tried to kill her. <laughs> I loaded the gun, but a blank came out. 
Oh, and lucky for her. I was shooting blanks and she didn't even know. <laughs> um, when Isabel does leave, though, she brings the tingler into the room and opens the cage and then leaves. And then Lucy comes home. Yes, I know. I, I, I'm just not that fucking mature. I'm sorry. You got a lady walking around with a fucking tingler in a box while her husband's sleeping. I've Welcome seen this to movie. My Friday nights. <laughs> I've seen I'm at this work movie. on Fridays. That doesn't mean doesn't mean you're not sleeping. I sleep through work. Why is Derek wearing sunglasses at night? <laughs> I could pour a barrio just on autopilot. Yeah, you you can get a beer from him, but you better order one through three. <laughs> no, you just get you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Damn right, it's good advice because it rhymes. Exactly. So she leaves. Lucy shows up while the tingler is trying to choke <laughs> Vincent Price. Jesus Christ! See, says, see. <laughs> she comes in and screams, and the tingler drops off like a fucking sausage. Like a sack, <laughs> like a sack of salads. Like a- like a bag of sandwiches. Like a bag of sandwiches. <laughs> Falls down like a water balloon full of soup. I want soup now. In a water balloon? <laughs> I mean, if it's not chunky soup, you just poke a hole and hold it over your head. Oh, yeah. A little fucking consomme in a water balloon? Bring it on. I want the water balloons that are shaped like hand grenades. And I'm just going to bite it. And whatever I get in my mouth is whatever I get. i freeze it in the winter. <laughs> Thought out in the summer. <laughs> Freeze it in the winter and skate on it. <laughs> uh, Can I interest fest. you in a football full of gazpacho? <laughs> Vincent Price figures out from his own deductions that, or he suspects that Ollie may have been responsible for Martha's death. Correct. So he goes to the house. Ollie's trying to leave, and Vincent Price is like, no, I don't think you will. I think we'll go look at your wife. And he's like, she's not here. I told you. I gave her to the funeral home. I which don't, one? I don't give a fuck anymore. Well, he doesn't say which one. Apparently, there's one in this town. Yeah, which one? The funeral home. You, you know the only one we fucking have? Oh, <laughs> yes, that one. Oh, it's owned by the the family. <laughs> the funeral home. Same as the police. <laughs> and he ends up opening his suitcase and seeing all the stuff. And they go back and find Martha in the bedroom. And he's trying to reapply the tingler because he thinks it's the only way to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 just. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking eight years old, man. <laughs> so reapply he applies the, he applies his tingler to a dead woman. <laughs> and that, I guess, yeah, he thinks that putting it home is the only way for it to die. Because it's, it's, yeah, it starts micro. Maybe it goes back to the host. It'll become that small thing again because the host is dead. Yeah. But instead, it <sighs> makes her get up and stare at Ollie yeah, and then the house is haunted again. Like, yeah. the doors slam shut, windows start moving on their own. I guess that's at the end of the movie, right? Yeah. this is in between, the tingler gets away. Sorry. Uh-huh. I jumped ahead. I'm confused. They put they put the, the tingler in a box. Because it, it bends the corners of the box and gets out. And it that's got right. out. goes into the floorboards, which means it got the into the floorboard theater. floorboard goes into the theater, yeah. And this is where we get the big interactive part of the movie. It's Vincent Price and Ollie run into this movie theater, and they're looking for the tingler, and it's it scares some lady. It and gets she on screams. her. It starts humping her leg like a good dog. Yeah, every time it's crawling on someone, it's humping hard. Uh huh. And he turns off. Vincent Price turns off the lights. Screen goes black. And then we have Vincent Price talking to us as the audience, uh, talking about how oh, there's a blackout. There's no cause for alarm. You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a very good one. I Try it again. It. It's okay. <laughs> and then we see it climbing into the projection booth and. The screen goes out again, all white, and you have this shadow of this <laughs> soft, round-looking. Like they should have made it sharper. Like make the little, yeah. claw, the little paws claws. Not it's little just hands. it's squeezable. <laughs> like it's, it's huggable. They look like little it, Chucky hands. It'll hug you back. This thing would make a great little neck pillow. 
<laughs> it would. Ooh, I'm going to Google it. Etsy's got to have a tingler neck pillow. They do, but it's not what you think. <laughs> they de- You'll definitely find a search result for tingler I'm just neck pillow. Google tingler neck pillow. All right, put your incognito mode on first, dude. <laughs> and then the screen blacks 6, out. 6,000 results. <laughs> Wait, am I on Pornhub again? Uh, the screen blacks out again. And then Vincent Price instructs the audience. The only way to survive is to scream, scream for your lives. And this is where plants, uh, the, the the shills, if you will, this is where all the plants are, are going to be. Because I, I had said if this was next to me and it was pitch black and the person next to me just had a good blood curdling scream. And then it, you felt like a tingle on your butt? Absolutely. I think even without the tingle, it would have probably at least jarred me. You know, I would have I would have like, oh, I pooped. Yeah, <laughs> just, just a little, just a little. Poo. Those theaters were hard to clean up after. There was there was thirty minutes in between shows. Once a week, 15. we clean, we clean the entire thing, top to bottom, even the ceiling, even under the seats, even behind the stage. He says that they they scrub this thing down. But when the tingler comes to theater, thank you God, there's clean that no shit once a day. Thank God, there's no black lights once a week. <laughs> their blood it's not that kind of theater. COVID didn't exist yet. This probably isn't, not. This isn't that theater where fucking uh, the taxi driver is hanging out taking his dates. All right, <laughs> take his underage date. <laughs> like 15 in that no, movie? No, it wasn't that one. That was It was the one that it was... Oh, not who, Jody. No, who was his of age love interest? I can't remember. That it doesn't beautiful matter. beautiful lady. Yeah, I can't remember who it was right now, and I feel like a piece of shit, but it doesn't matter. Because we're not doing that movie. I yeah. wasn't prepared. That probably won't be on this ever. No. And if that's your mental health movie, <laughs> we got to talk about your I was your literally about to say maybe during a mental health thing, but that's, I was like... Eh. I know people that that's probably their mental health movie, and I I get it. But come on. There are also people with a survival room. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. They walk around with that little fucking gun thing on their arm that oh, pops w- a pistol out. I want know? one of those, but I want it to have like beef jerky on it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm unarmed. <laughs> Just kidding. I got snacks. <laughs> so back when we were doing our questions, uh-huh. um, I definitely got judged for my what shouldn't turn you on, but does. I, de- I had a stern talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so Ollie ends up pulling a gun on Vincent Price. Uh, but if you're not gonna, if you're gonna pull a gun, use it. Because Vincent he, <laughs> Vincent Price said earlier the reason he had to get LSDs because like nothing scares him. He's yeah. scared of nothing. And boy howdy, his big metal clanking balls are proving it right now. Gun in face, he's like, come on, all I've got to do is go downstairs and call the cops. And like, and he, he just walks away. He's like, a, yeah, he kind of like, calmly packs up his medicine bag. He kind of points the gun a little closer to him, and he's like. <laughs> And just, he's out. Good luck, motherfucker. I've done LSD. (laughs) You're not even real, man. You're not a gangster. Calmer than you are. I'm tripping balls right now. Probably. I just dropped in to see what position my position. (laughs) I'm finishing my coffee. (laughs) I'm going to sit right here and finish my coffee. You want a toe? I'll get you a toe. I'll get you a toe. So he leaves, and then the door slams shut, the window slams shut, and this is where Martha stands back up, or sits up at least. Mm Mm-hmm. And Ollie's face Your is mother the sucks funniest. cocks in hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing she's ever said in her life. <laughs> Damn, Tingler's rude. <laughs> and Ollie's the face Ollie is making is supposed to be terrified. It is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and it goes on way too long, cutting between his dumb face, her intense face, his dumb face, yes. her intense face. It is like three back and forths that are each. Ten, Five seconds ten long. to seconds long. Like it is awesome. 
to make fun of. It cuts to black, and there's basically like a thump, like a bag of sandwiches. Bag of sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and we, when we say a bag of sandwiches, we mean more of a sack, like a fucking gunny sack. Like Santa sack? <laughs> like Santa's sack of sandwiches, son. That's what he does with all the cookies. He can eat those all in one night. <laughs> oh, I'll prove he can. <laughs> and the screen goes black, and Vincent Price addresses the audience again, and it's paraphrasing something along the lines of, if any of you are convinced you don't have a tingler of your own, <laughs> the next time you're frightened in the dark, don't scream. The end. Hard cut. Hard yeah. I mean, this cut. is before freeze frames. This is this when is we actually got montage. the end, so you knew it yeah. was over. I'm not waiting for a stinger. It said the end. Yeah. I leave Get now. It out. didn't say the end question mark. I'll take credits up, old boy. Time to take off. We'll have a beer, too. See if our wife's dead when we get home. <laughs> it's not going to matter. Nobody will care. Get off scot-free. <laughs> so on the sign where it says general admission or lodging, and it was like a dollar, wasn't like, you, couldn't you just pay for admission and then stay? Because they just played the I same I don't know movie. if it's if that still Probably. was going on, but that was definitely a thing where like you paid to get into the theater once, and they would play the movie. They'd play a news. They'd play a newsreel, a cartoon, movie, and it would just be on a loop all day. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, you what: if you, in, if you stayed after the first movie, you're a real crumb bum. That's not something you do. Well, you don't be a crumb bum. You could go. To, you could see it because I think that's why. Maybe not anymore, but f- like when I was younger, you go to a movie and some fucking eighty year old comes in halfway through the movie because they're like, "Well, you can show up any time. I'll see the end." But you're like stay a child who wanders into the middle of a movie. What time do we roll? <laughs> Sorry, I got Lebowski on the brain now. You can't do that to me. <laughs> but that, I think you did it. <laughs> Who do you think I was talking to? <laughs> but I think like you could stay. You could come in at any point, and then you could just be like, "Oh, I want to see how this started," and you could stay until it yeah. started again. Talk about the worst fucking way to watch a movie. <laughs> All right, so it turns out that that large gentleman in black armor is his dad. Why is he mad at that? I guess I'll wait for an hour and find out. Empire Strikes Back. I know. Okay. I should have known by the glossy look in your eyes. <laughs> I thought you said Vampire Strikes Back at first. <laughs> oh, well, we're just doing parodies of all the Star Wars movies. I'd watch that. Hell yeah. It's Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's like, you can't be my father. And Tom Cruise is like, you don't know how old I am. Uh, can't it's, do it's a Tom Cruise Episode voice. six is Return of the Red Eye. And instead of Ewoks, it's just a bunch of hippie stoners. <laughs> I was thinking Ooh. that stupid movie with uh, Killian Murphy where he's on a plane. Jodie Foster? Maybe. Maybe. I think so. Red Eye? I don't know. It's called Red Eye. He's on a plane. Yeah. That's I, remember, I, remember. I remember seeing that. I saw it. I remember seeing it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's I know it's somewhere in my brain, but I can't access it. I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go around and do recommendations, but also I kinda like I don't know, for these old ones, I kinda want everybody to say like if you think if you think it's like so, holds up to today's So we are standards. specifically talking about putting this against movies of this time. We are not talking about recommending it as a normal No, yeah. Like, night. And, and if you think it'll if it, it'll still entertain an audience of today. Um that kind of thing. Okay. So I will I'll start it off since I'm on this side. Go for it. <laughs> and yeah. Uh yeah, I recommend it. It held up for someone that doesn't watch or hasn't watched a lot of these. I'm going to now. Um I liked it. And whether it was because it was Vincent Price clapping just clapping them cheeks yeah. verbally. Uh, uh, or, okay. <laughs> he's, dude, he's verbally clapping cheeks on everybody. But anyways, if, whether it's that or something on accident, like Ollie's dumb face, I was here the whole time for a really well-paced movie from 59. Yes. And I don't know if that's something that's going to happen a lot, but we had it tonight. No, I, I have to jump on your wagon there because There's I agree. Room. 
that this was it was beautifully done. The the director did a wonderful job shooting everything. The acting wasn't terrible. Like people actually acted I, all around. Yeah. Uh, all around. There wasn't was, anybody that just stood out as fucking awful. Yeah. yeah, because you couldn't just stop and retake everything. It was like film was precious. Mm-hmm. And film I just... was precious. That should be a shirt. <laughs> now it's all digital. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. <laughs> take take we'll, three hundred more. We don't care. We'll, we'll record get this. over it. Make yourself cry. We'll wait. <laughs> Um, I love that there wasn't obviously no digital effects in this, uh, and what they did do. And I was, I was shocked to see the red against like that. I thought it was amazing. Oh, that's yeah. just the electrode I put in the couch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I a hundred percent think that people should watch this. See, especially if you're cinephile, watch something where our shit came from. Like, yeah, I have to recommend it too. I think it was very fun. I was actually like engaged in the story. I mean, yeah. we were making jokes the whole time <laughs> and oh, laughing yeah. about it. But it was fun to watch. I did see that it's on like a top 100 list of like the some of the like funny like funniest bad movies or something like that. So I mean, it's it's a it's known. People know it and it, yeah. it, and I did find it. I found found it entertaining. I found it engaging. I was a little disappointed cuz the ending just kind of like they didn't know how to end it, I guess. Like, because the uh, by the so way, we let's didn't end it on the last twenty face. minutes of the movie is basically a silent film called Tollable David. Oh yeah, yeah. intercut with footage of the audience, so which it's they give weird. credit to on the IMDb, also. Yeah, uh, but it's just like it's kind of weird. I don't know, but I mean, I, it was I was okay with it, and I enjoyed it, and I'm glad we did it. I haven't seen a ton of Vincent Price, so it was an interesting thing to watch. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a recommend too. Fuck yeah, nice, all aboard. Well, that's it for this week. <laughs> for Durka Classic Movie. Zero rehearsal. Oh, yeah. We didn't even mention. I, we don't know what to call this. I We're leaning up... towards Durka's class, Durka Classic Movies. Like TCM. But, yeah, a little yeah, play on a little TCM. Bit more I mean, it's a kind of know where you came from, as you had just said earlier. Like, know where you came from movie-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you are any fan of, like, a thriller or horror movie, this is what... This is where it started, in a sense. Like, this is the beginnings of it. Yeah. So, understand what used to scare people. Before you see Saul. And if, <laughs> if anybody has any cool ideas for a name, too, we're open. Like, send us an email, badmoviesworstpeople at gmail.com. Speaking of badmoviesworstpeople at gmail.com, also go to badmoviesworstpeople.com. You can find where we're available everywhere. You can get a link to our YouTube page where we do new movies. You can get a link to our merchandise where we sell pretty sweet merchandise. That's what merchandise links are for. <laughs> Next week, we'll be doing uh, Passenger 57 with a special guest, the classy <gasps> alcoholic. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to see Classy. I might local, wear a tie. <laughs> he's a local celebrity of sorts do you in, know the, how, in the beer community. Do you know how he got on? He's able to record with us because he emailed us at badmoviesworstpeople at gmail.com. That and all asked, takes? And asked to be on the show. How come you haven't emailed us not to be on the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she I does. I delete Derek's just reading on. He's like, oh, we got a new one. Let's read it live. <laughs> Dear Derek and Jack. God damn, I can't stand the Star Wars references anymore. <laughs> Can for one episode, I either not be there or you not talk about Star Wars. Um, I Why put do you her, think I, put, I wasn't on? I put her on the block list. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's that easy if you want and, and you live in Tucson. Especially bring us a movie. 100%. Yeah, if you have a movie you want to do. But we're going to do Passenger 57. His recommendation, Wesley Snipes, Good Time. He, was, me he told snake. me uh, we have to make sure to tell everybody it's going to be a special episode of Good Movies, Worst People. I said, we'll see. 
Yeah, we, we will see. <laughs> One thing's for sure. We're going to enjoy our snipes. Oh, yeah. Oh. You always enjoy snipes the snipes. for days. Yeah. Oh, we got snipes on days on days on days. I put a week on it. Snipes, is that where, snipes is for that the boys, where uh, boys? they get it from? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Such a sniper. Sniper for days. Remember to check out Evasion. They provide our opening and closing music. Got to make sure to give them credit. Tell your friends. Write, rate and review. Don't write. We'll do right. You do it all. Do everything. Anything do, you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Anything you want to do, do it. As long as you're not hurting me Find or your inner else. tingle. Yes, Ooh. find your tingle. <laughs> That's it for this week. I have been Derek. I'm still Whitney. I'm Jack. Go tingle yourself. <laughs> <laughs> got a good intro well it's not good but it's funny i think maybe <laughs> that's that should uh what category does your podcast fall under comedy entertainment true crime uh funny i think <laughs> if you've thought about recording a podcast before but like myself realize you need a lot of different tools and services well those days are over with zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform you can create your podcast all in one place and easily distribute to spotify apple and other major destinations you can record studio quality sound and up to 4k video with your guests and feel a sense of zen knowing that zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality even if the connection is unstable go to zencaster.com pricing and use my code worst people that's w-o-r-s-e-p-e-o-p-l-e and you'll get 30 percent off your first month of any zencaster paid plan i want you to have the same easy experience i do for all my podcasting and content needs it's time to share your story mufasa who makes me tingle <laughs>